Hey, this is Mike and Tom from Ballpark Bros. You're listening to another great show on the Four Eyed Radio. Check us all out on fouredradio.com. Ay, 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour, episode 94, Rangers Pop. Record on June 6th, 2017. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four Eyed Radio Network. Summer Ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. Today's podcast is brought to you by Gamefly.com. Sign up for a premium, free 30-day one-game-out trial, specifically for our listeners, at GameflyOffer.com slash RangerCommandPH. Hey, guys. Hey! Hey! We are back. Not... That we've ever left, but... <laughs> you say that every time we record. We're back. We're always here. <laughs> but yeah, so our last episode, I did a Ranger commentary with our top patron, Kevin, and that was a lot of fun. But we missed a bunch of news that we had to report on. So we're going to do that right now. First, Alrighty. Power Rangers is the number one selling action figure brand in the UK. So, (laughs) this story has been spreading all over the place. Like, Comic Book Now got it. So many other of these, like, big news websites. But they've been getting the information wrong. They're just like, oh, Power Rangers number one selling action figure brand? That must mean Power Rangers 2 is going to happen. And Chris over at Toku Nation, where this story comes from, he did a little digging, and the original website that reported this was uh, toynews-online.biz, and we'll have a link to that report. But they were talking to a Bandai rep, but it was mm-hmm. a Bandai UK rep. So this rep was basically saying, oh yeah, UK sales are, this is the best. Mm -hmm. So according to the report from the NPD group, the Power Rangers brand in the UK has seen sales increases of 122.8% for the year. And in April, 185.9% increase from April of 2016. So a lot of people just saw this report, saw that a Bandai rep said it and said, Wow, that must mean worldwide sales. And we're here to say that that's not the case. Mm -hmm. For the last couple weeks, I've been correcting people when it comes up. It's like, no, no, no. Just because the toy sales in the UK, it doesn't mean that that's reflective of the worldwide stage. Mm -hmm. I think people are desperate for Power Rangers 2 and want any news to justify it. I would love to see Power Rangers 2 happen, but it still hasn't opened in Japan, but I don't think it's going to make the money that is going to justify a sequel. Like, this is a good um, transition, maybe, but I feel like they might be waiting for the home media numbers. Oh, really? Yeah, because that does happen with certain things, probably not too often. I know sometimes for Mm -hmm. certain types of things, they do look at other factors. Mm -hmm. I know there's certain movies where I don't go to see them in the theaters. Like, I really want to go see them, but I just don't go see it in the theaters, and instead I, like, rent it on demand or something. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with AP. Like you said, Eric, the movie still hasn't come out in Japan yet, so there's still those numbers to come in, and I know that particularly on the... 4chan mecha board which has a lot of toku threads people have come saying the people on 2chan which is what 4chan originated from in japan right so the japanese people who post on there are are excited for the movie so that could be a little glimmer of hope aside from still coming out in theaters in japan we will still have these home sales numbers to help boost the overall worldwide total so at what point do you think we'll know that they're going to move ahead with a sequel is that after maybe the first month after the dvd is out i would probably say first two to three months maybe they want to have time to have it sell sure all right so possibly by the end of this year we'll know for sure yeah whether or not we'll have a sequel coming because i would hope so i would love a sequel at least give us one more because I really dig those characters, and we gotta have a Tommy Green Ranger. Yeah. Like, come on. 
Speaking of the home media release, there has been an update, and this comes from our friend Hassan at the World of Ha, and we finally know all of the retailer exclusives. So in addition to the digital HD release on June 13th, along with the Ultra 4K HD combo pack, the Blu-ray combo pack, and the DVD release on June 27th. Best Buy, Target, and Walmart are also having exclusive versions. The Best Buy Deluxe Edition Blu-ray plus DVD plus Digital HD Combo Pack. It has all the same features as the regular Combo Pack, but it features a deluxe fold-out packaging and collectible art cards. I just wanted to let you guys know that Lionsgate did contact me they're sending us a review copy, which I'll probably get next week or so. And it's going to be this Best Buy version, which is funny because, like, the day before they contacted me, I'd already pre-ordered it. <laughs> so, to be clear, I am going to get all of these exclusives because I'm a nutball, but I also want to support this release. I'm with you. My plan is to literally buy all three of the exclusives because yeah. each one has something different that I want as a collector. And again, also to help support the film. So I think just with the extra copies of the discs I have, they'll be given as gifts to friends or something. Cause oh, yeah. <laughs> I really don't need three copies of the <laughs> same movie, but I will definitely like our review copy. I'll review the release, but then I will give that review copy away in a contest to one of our listeners. Yeah. So we'll definitely do that. The target exclusive is a steel book. So same content, but this is with the exclusive Steelbook packaging, and it also includes the Power Rangers Aftershock graphic novel. And I think, wow. yeah, I think that'll be a digital version of that comic. But still, it ties into the movie. And then finally, the Walmart in-store exclusive Blu-ray, DVD, and digital HD plus bonus disc combo pack. So everything else is the same, but this also includes an extra bonus disc with over 30 minutes of bonus content. Join the cast and crew for an up-close revelation of rehearsals, candid on-set interactions, and even the creation of moments deleted from the final film. I'm definitely getting that one for sure. Yeah, I'm with you. That is the most important version because I am a sucker for all of that bonus content. Mm -hmm. And then I want the Steelbook from Target, because Steelbooks are awesome. And then I want the collectible stuff from the Best Buy version. So <laughs> I think I'm going to be mixing and matching to make my own ultimate set. I do think that the Best Buy version has the best, like, packaging and artwork, for sure. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to create some mega, ultra, amazing movie set with all these different versions. It seems that Lionsgate is not quite done with the movie because in the communication I got from Lionsgate, they also let us know about two movie events that are coming to California this summer. Lionsgate is bringing Power Rangers to VidCon for a special screening of the movie on Thursday, June 22nd at the Anaheim Convention Center in Anaheim, California. They will also be at Chris Hardwick's ID10T Fest at Mountain View Shoreline Amphitheater in the San Francisco Bay Area, Saturday, June 24th and Sunday, June 25th. They will have a Power Rangers-themed laser tag course and panels featuring Rangers past and present, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, that's definitely cool. Like, if you live in the area and you can check this stuff out, by all means, go do it. I wish I could afford the time <laughs> to go to the uh, ID10T Fest, just because that laser tag course sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Give me a Blade Blaster replica and let me go at yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is super the fun. Laser tag vest with the diamond pattern on it. Oh my god. 
do you remember like that laser tag game in like the nineties where it had that big sensor on your chest, mm-hmm. like on the Velcro? Oh man. <laughs> flashback all right what interested me about that was the panels featuring rangers past and present i hope they stream that somehow or maybe put it online in the future but it does seem like it's kicking off events that we might see for the 25th anniversary and speaking of which our next news item we're getting details of the 25th anniversary plans this was reported from power rangers now they were at the licensing expo in las vegas a couple weeks ago so august 28th 2018 that's when power rangers is going to turn 25 years old and at the licensing expo they had kind of their first look at what the silver anniversary is going to hold and they had a wall of helmets with a different helmet from every show except alien rangers for some reason but the slogan for the anniversary is going to be since 1993 25 powerful years and some of the things that were unveiled at the licensing expo this is no surprise to anyone but power rangers super ninja steel will feature returning cast members, new legacy toys from Bandai, new mythology stories from Boom Studio Comics. That's interesting. Yes. The ultimate visual history book from Insight Editions. I guess they're pushing this back until next year to add more content, which I'm all for that. Yeah. Uh, There's also going to be live location-based events with details to follow please don't make it all in freaking los angeles like yeah bring something to the midwest chicago is awesome chicago needs stuff for power rangers yes there's a lot of fans here for real and then obviously throughout the year there's going to be more surprises to be announced also saban brands will be distributing special commemorative pins throughout the year and we'll have that's cool yeah so we'll have some links to those announcements from power rangers now and the licensing expo on a more somber note tetsuyu nomi who played shishi ranger of gosei sentai dai ranger has died the actor portrayed daigo the shishi ranger in gosei sentai dai ranger died as a result of apparent suicide according to his brother he passed away may 17th 2017 he was 47 years old so definitely thoughts and prayers to his family and friends as they go through that ordeal Die Ranger is a great Sentai. You can get it from Shout Factory. Support the release. Check out the show if you can. It's it's a pretty good show. So the reason this episode is called Ranger's Pop is there's another big drama thing going on in the fandom. And I really didn't hear about this until a couple days after. And I saw one of my friends post about it on Facebook. And I was just like, oh, Lord. So <laughs> we actually had someone on our Ask FM account. You can always ask us a question at ask.fm slash ranger command ph. And they asked, how do you all feel about Austin St. John's newest Facebook live video and the new autograph rules he has? I watched the video. I don't know if you guys did. No. Um, I can't bring myself to watch stuff that's just going to make me cringe. Yeah. I would say definitely watch it just to get the attitude, because that's what turned me off, was the whole attitude of the situation. But apparently what happened was there was a person on eBay that put up the first run Mighty Morphin Red Funko Pop, the number 23, which has been out of print for like two and a half years now. And by itself, I mean, I sold one of these last year, and that went for like 150 bucks. Just the pot by itself, no autograph, nothing. So just the face value of it, because of the demand, is insane. But this person actually had it autographed by Austin St. John, and it was a not personalized autograph, and all they did was they put it up, it was a buy it now, at 600 mm-hmm. It's still up there on ebay you can check it out no one has bought it but he saw this and said oh hell no because he has proceeded to buy up the number 406 red ranger pops that's the recent release from this year with the action figure pose Mm -hmm. and he says that he's buying it from distributors 
and he's selling it on his Facebook page for $15 unsigned. So I guess he's thinking that the only way that you can get one of these items is if you buy it through him. And he made this whole video about all the Red Ranger merchandise that he's buying up to sell on his store. And obviously for a fee, he will autograph it. I've got a couple items I want to talk to you about today. Check this out. I'm going into the toy business. Um, the 406 Red Ranger Pop. If you don't find it on a toy shelf right now, you will discover that it is no longer available. Um, it has been bought out all around the country. You can no longer find it at distributor. Uh, well, you can't find it anywhere. I have them in one location. They are all uh, being held for me, and um, I'm going to offer some exclusive deals. For the last three years, people have brought me pops. I have signed them uh, unpersonalized without whim, and uh, I've just given them away for essentially the price of my autograph. And uh, that pretty much came to an end for me the other day when I saw a uh, 406, I think it was a 406, going uh, online, signed, for $600. Um, I'm not going to let people... For 23 years, Haim Saban and collectors have made a ton of money off of me, and I'm not going to do that anymore. So as of this moment right now, I am sending out my very last unsigned pop. That's the last one. From now on, any pop that I sign must be personalized. I'm going to sell the 406 signed in black ink for $100, not including shipping and handling. That's it. So I'm not robbing anybody, but I'm not going to get robbed on them anymore either. If you are a collector, if you want one that is unpersonalized, here's the bottom line. I see them going online for five or $600. If that's what you want to do, I'm totally cool with it. I will sell it to you, signed, not personalized, for 600 bucks because I'm not going to get robbed on this stuff anymore and have people, have people take advantage of me. But if you're a collector and that's what you want, I understand it. I'm just going to charge you enough for it that you can't turn around and sell it and make money off of me again. Build them personal, man. Just business. Also have access to the new Red Ranger swords, which are coming out. The Green Ranger uh, Dragon Dagger, which I used, so, uh, you know, I got a right to it. I've got access to pretty much anything that's out there. Um, and I haven't even gotten into comics yet because the amount of information that's out there on these things is absolutely mind-blowing. So uh, those of you that are collectors, hardcore toy guys, um, that's the deal, man. No more for free. You're not going to come up to me for 40 bucks, get an autograph, and uh, go sell it for 600 somewhere else. So years I let it go by, I knew it was happening, and that was me just being a nice guy. It's uh, time for me to move on from that, all right? This is how I'm, I'm going to pay the bills as a retired firefighter. So I'm going into the toy business, and I'm now competing with guys who've got stuff at premium rates, and I'm going to beat them all. Just be aware if you're a collector, I'm no longer signing unpersonalized materials. It must be personalized. And I don't care what it is. Autographs, 8x10s, Red Ranger helmets, whatever. This completely rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. And first of all, I, I will say, I get it. Some of these former Power Rangers... You know, they do these conventions, they make money because this is like their side gig, you know, they're they're cashing in on the fandom. I get that. We see it for mm -hmm. actors of all different TV shows. Some just attend Comic Cons, some do their own separate events, some sell their own merchandise on the side. I get it. Whatever you want to do to make some extra money on the side, I'm not disparaging that. But my problem is, is the attitude. It's like... Oh no, someone's selling my a non-personalized autograph of mine for for 600 bucks. And that's the thing. They just listed it. They haven't actually sold it. No one has bought it for that yeah. price. This was a point I made last night on my Twitter. I said, "You can go to eBay and type in Red Ranger Pop and sort by completed listings. You can click on eBay and check out completed and sold listings. If you turn both of those on, the only thing you will see are things that actually sold to other people. And there was a set of the three discontinued pops, the White Ranger, the Pink Ranger, and the Red Ranger. And I think that went for like 175 or 200 bucks. And those were unsigned. So the thing is, he's buying the newer one that came out, not the rare one. And I guess he's trying to control the distribution of these things. And to me, that's taking a, a step too far. It's like, I don't want to go through the actor oh, to yeah. buy something. I want to find it on the toy shelf. And I'm not going to pay a 50% markup just to get an unsigned pop. That's yeah. dumb. The thing that gets me, and I, I just realized it as we were sitting here talking about this, it's not even a pop in his likeness. 
it's a pop of a costume that he never even really well okay he did wear it a couple of times but just the sheer ego of it i played this character i should be the one to control this i am this person really you're not dude yeah. And another thing that he said in the video was like, for 25 years, I've let Saban and this and that get away with it and make money off my image and blah, blah, blah. Take a couple steps back. Yeah. Because really, all the attitude that I saw on the video is just going to drive people away. This isn't a crusade against, oh God, everyone's screwing me over who got an autograph from me. It's not like that. And mm -hmm. I am so glad I got these autographs of some of these actors years and years ago. Because oh, yeah. Yeah. it's not just Austin St. John. We see it all the time at these conventions. The autograph prices keep going up. You have to add $20 to take a picture with your own cell phone in addition to photo ops. And to me, it's just getting too much. That's why yeah. at the last PMC, the only people I bought from were people that I had never got an autograph or picture from, like Sasha Craig. So I got Sasha Craig's autograph and a picture with her because this was like her first convention, and yeah. she's awesome. My problem is, is like, okay, you want to make money, I get that. But to price gouge the fans at every single turn yeah. is just ridiculous to me. And I get it. You want to control what your autographs are. Lots of celebrities do this. They don't offer non-personalized autographs because, yes, there might be an aftermarket where someone can turn a profit. Yep. And you see people, you see fans, they hop in the line for these actors, pay the fee, then turn right back around and put it up on eBay. I get it. One of my friends, uh, Matt, he's my coworker. He's a big wrestling fan. I, I actually talked about getting him on the show at some point, just because Power Rangers and wrestling fans seem to cross over a lot. But even in the wrestling like fandom, I guess, there are people who will stalk these wrestlers at the airports that they're flying into and basically pull up with a wagon of like all these things to sign, not get it personalized just so they can turn around and flip it. I get it. There are those types of fans, quote unquote, out there. But yeah. to overreact based on an item that never even sold is mm -hmm. pretty ridiculous. It's such a knee jerk reaction. And yeah. I don't think it's the best one. Because if this like, is the trend, if Austin St. John becomes the person to go to for any Red Ranger merchandise, then yeah. I'm sorry, then I'm out. As a collector, I'm done. Yep. Mm -hmm. This reaction had, I think, the complete opposite effect of what he was going for. He said, oh, well, the fans will be happy to come to me for that. No, no, they're not, because you are exploiting them in such an obvious way. This mm -hmm. is just too much. It is too much. And the fact that just an unsigned pop goes from nine ninety nine retail to fifteen bucks. Yeah, a fifty percent markup. A fifty percent markup, no thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why sometimes at Comic Cons when I'm excited to see a celebrity or I wanna get a, a photograph with them or whatever and I see the price sometimes. And I'm just like, well, maybe not a photograph. Maybe I'll just go up and shake their hand and say I like their work. Because it's, it's insane. It's ridiculous. It's getting bad. And this isn't just Power Rangers. This is just the convention no, scene yeah. in general. Exactly. Even someone like Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton was at C2E2 and right. charging some obscene amount of money to get a picture with him. Like he's Jesus incarnate. And it's just, it's terrible. The prices are ridiculous. That's been one of my big things like at Paramorphicon. It's like, I wish that they would just like lower their prices for Paramorphicon because all the actors are competing for the same pool of people who all want their autograph for picture. And exactly. at that point, it's a, it's fans choice. Then it's like, well, I'm outpriced. So I'm only going to see this, this, and this ranger actor mm -hmm. yeah. and it's ridiculous like because I, I know there's many fans out there who would want to get as many as possible and they could if they just lower their prices a bit at least for ranger specific conventions like mm -hmm. if like ranger stop pmc those types of conventions where 
a hundred percent of your guests are related to the thing that your fans are coming for, then yeah, yes, it's definitely a competition. And I don't need multiple autographs from the same person. Mm-hmm. I may have done it for a couple actors here and there, but that's because I want something specific signed. Yeah, sometimes I do get it personalized. Well, m- most of the time, I say. of the stuff I get is personalized. I have no problem with personalization because to me, that's like, I'm never going to sell this stuff. That's something I spent money for and that I want to keep as a memento that I met that person. And Mm -hmm. I get it. If you don't like it personalized because you don't want to see your name on the picture, that's fine. But to treat every fan like they're all going to turn around and flip these autographs is ridiculous yeah Yeah, it's it's basically like one person screwing it up for everyone kind of a thing when no one has done anything wrong if i get something signed which is rare i like it personalized like you said it's nice to know that that autograph was made specifically for me yeah yeah it's proof that you met them like and there's a story behind it you can say oh yeah i chatted with this guy and Oh, it was such a great moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's nice to have a personalized souvenir like that. I just feel that it's getting to a point with just conventions in general. It's getting too expensive. It's Mm -hmm. getting too ridiculous in terms of the pricing structure. I understand, like, if you want to do a professional photo op, yes, 40, 50 bucks, whatever. But to take a selfie with my phone, come on. Yeah. It's all perspective. Like, you look at some of the conventions and you see what some of these actors are making on the side. That's not even to mention whatever appearance fees that they're getting paid to attend the con as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the whole thing is just, it's ridiculous. There's just no need for any of it. That's the nature of Comic-Cons. It's grown to a point where there's literally quite a few every weekend across the country with mm-hmm. multiple celebrities and it's just this constant churning of of money and unfortunately the people who pay for it are the fans it's getting to the point where i'm just burnt out of conventions i'm burnt out of the actors going to these conventions mm-hmm. and that's unfortunate and no one's forcing anyone to buy anything but when stunts like this happen, where the attitude is just through the roof, it's a real turnoff to me. Yeah. Yeah. Same. The sheer ego, the sheer, I'm this important, everyone's using me, well, I'm going to start mandating what can and can be done with, with my image. It's like, dude... A, you signed a contract a long time ago that said Saban could use your likeness for whatever. Right. So you really can't complain. Right. In response, JDF put out a video as well. Guys, whatever you want. Unpersonalized, signed, whatever you want. I don't care what kind of of item you want me to sign. I don't care if it's a collectible item. I just don't care. I want to hear I'm here to take care of you guys. I take care of everybody at the airports anyway, so I don't care. I just, I want you guys to be happy. I want you to leave my table happy because everyone that leaves my table is happy. Personalized or not, I'm here and I'm never going to change. This is not my job. This is a hobby. Green Ranger love. It was it's one yeah. of those videos and there was some talk of like, oh no, he didn't make a response to this to Austin St. John or whatever, but it's like, come on. Like this, this is the total shade throwing, but... It also speaks to how you handle fans. And JDF made a point in his video where he said, he's like, this is a hobby for me. Yeah. I think he's doing it just because he can. And if I was an actor, I would do these cons too. Sure. Yeah. You're getting money from fans, but you're also traveling. It seems like a win-win and it's some extra money on the side when you're in between filming stuff. Exactly. But on that note, it's like for people or actors that are like just basically living off nostalgia, when it becomes like this whole Austin St. John thing, it's just, I can't really put it into words because I feel like we've said it right already. But these actors who just try to live off their nostalgia and act like they're some big shot because of nostalgia, it's kind of pathetic. It makes people not like them anymore. Then the whole nostalgia wears off and then they're literally nothing. So they're doing this to themselves. 
the thing that I think JDF understands that Austin doesn't is that it's just business for some people. Right. You know, some people, yeah, I'm a fan of your work. However, I know that, again, going to these conventions in and of itself is expensive. Paying $50, $60 for an autograph is expensive. If I can take something and get something I have that I really don't want, like, oh, there's this photo I had and I can get it signed. I can go and turn that around for, you know, 20 bucks. Or if it's an action figure, I can go turn around for 30, 40 bucks. I'm recouping a little of my own expense for even coming to this thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. There are many fans who do that for a ton of different actors. This is not the first time in history that someone has made money off or is trying to make money off a signature they got at a convention. Exactly. This isn't the first time in history that's happened. And it's like... He's acting like it is. He's acting like it is. Like, oh no, this has happened to me. I'm getting screwed by fans. I'm going to take control of the situation. But listen, this has been happening at conventions since conventions took off in the 70s. Yeah. Star Trek actors, Star Wars actors. There are whole companies that their job is to authenticate signatures from mm-hmm. actors. This isn't a new thing because there are people who forge actor signatures on mm-hmm. stuff to turn it around to sell. We get it, but... That's the thing. You're not going to stop that by right. buying up one particular product or a range of products. It's still going to happen. I want to bring up a point. There are even some actors who have their own light, like certificate of authenticity to have alongside any items that they sign. An example of this is we were at a convention in Chicago called SciFan. It was a very short-lived sci-fi convention, and the last big year that they did it, they had Ernie Hudson as one of the guests, and of course, you know, I'm a big Ghostbusters fan. Of course. Having him there was like the whole nine yards, and he had little stickers that certified that anything that you got signed was an authentic Ernie Hudson signature, so that if you wanted to turn around and say, hey, you know, I can I can sell this, there was that sticker that said, yeah, this is a genuine thing. You're not getting hosed if you buy this. Mm-hmm. Right, and there is an aftermarket for autographs. I'm going to be honest. I've bought several autographs from these aftermarket people. Yeah. For some people, like myself, that's the only way you're ever going to get them. Right, like you- exactly. And then the whole thing is, though, like, certain aftermarket people, they're actually, like, really, like, respectful. Like, that's their job. And actors like them because they handle it well. Yeah. And then they continue to get autographs from those actors and so on and so forth. And I feel like Austin St. John pretty much just burned every bridge with that, too. Like, no one's going to... Right, because not, not every fan can get to the conventions that he goes to. And that's the same for a lot of actors. There's actors I know that would, are probably never come to Chicago, or they're dead, or they're... Um, <laughs> but yeah. no, no, for real. Like, I don't have a Leonard Nimoy signature. The only way I'm going to get an autograph of his is if I go and find one of these reputable dealers and get an authentic signature... And of course, that's not going to be personalized. That's the only way I will ever get Leonard Nimoy's signature at this point, is through the aftermarket. And I think that's the thing that someone like Austin St. John in this situation has to understand, is that there has been an autograph aftermarket since conventions began. And that's just a fact of conventions. The person has already paid you their money for the autograph price that you set What they do with it afterwards is, like, really none of your business. Because Mm -hmm. I might hit hard times down the road, and I may need to be in the position to sell an autograph. Yeah. Yeah. It just happens. And also, just personalizing it doesn't stop. If there really is an aftermarket for his autograph, like he's so concerned about, personalizing his autographs is not going to stop that either yeah because i might not care that there's two matt it's just the fact that i have his signature or yeah. i might get lucky enough and say they find a two eric like who knows yeah. like if it's a like, common I, enough I, name like i'm just remembering back when i first sort of joined this fandom or whatever joined twitter there was this seller on ebay 
and he had bought a storage locker and it turned out that it belonged to someone who had like worked for Saban. So there was like, right. all this stuff in there, like old like production videotapes, autographs personalized to this guy from various actors who had never really um, signed stuff before or had been to conventions, but not really widespread. Right. And people were buying up these autographs that had very personalized inscriptions to this guy with his name on it, and they were buying them up anyway for like hundreds of dollars. Because it's a part of history, and people yeah. want a piece of that history. So you're right. If I found some rare Leonard Nimoy autograph, and if it was like, oh, to Bill, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, oh my god. That's a Leonard Nimoy signature from such and such convention or show or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So even putting a like a personalized autographs only, that's not going to stop people from selling it if they really want to. That's mm-hmm. not a deterrent. Mm-hmm. So I just think in this case, you have to roll with the punches. And if you want to implement that rule, cool. And, you know, all these actors, they all set their own prices, whatever. But keep in mind, that's going to come with a price. Either people are going to pay it or don't. It's a free and open market. And Mm -hmm. if you price yourself out of that market, guess what? You're hung out to dry. And there's going to come a point when Pops are going to be the next Beanie Babies, where the aftermarket on these Pops, because the market is so oversaturated with these things, the market and collectability is going to fall out the bottom of this thing. Mm -hmm. There are some saying that already the bubble is going to pop soon, so... The bubble's going to pop. (laughs) Oh... Why do I say words? To be fair, though, like playing devil's advocate with that, of course, the market will drop. It always does, no matter what, for anything. Right. But I'm not so sure that pops are going to go the way of Beanie Babies, at least not anytime soon, just because of, like, the variety of them and the different licenses they get. Oh, no, they, they have a ton of licenses. They have a very smart business model. But at some point... No one's going to care about the number 23 Red Ranger pop. Exactly, yeah. yeah. The only reason I sold, I sold mine last year or a year and a half ago was because they only did red, white, and pink. And I was like, well, it seems like at this point they're never going to complete the team, so I'm just going to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And I went on eBay, I saw how much they were being sold for them, like, holy shit like i had no idea that the demand for those was so strong so i cashed in i got like over 300 bucks for unsigned pops and then now you can see the market is going down on that because when i saw this and started researching on ebay again those original pops yes they still sell for a ton of money but the price is going down Mm-hmm. Of course, when they were announced that, oh yeah, we're going to complete the whole team and then do the original three and new poses, that's when I collected them again because I was like, oh shoot. But that doesn't yeah. mean I'm going to go out and buy those original three again because I'm not that crazy to buy them at that price. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just glad I have the money for it. But buying up from a distributor and cornering the market, at that point, you become the scalper. Yeah. I get it. These actors have to make money on the side if that's what's supporting them. If they want to cash in on the nostalgia, that's fine. But there's going to come a point, just like with anything, where the nostalgia wears off and people aren't going to go to you like 10, 20 times for the same autograph. For a lot of people, it's a one and done thing. Mm -hmm. And he's going to have to either come back down to earth or just walk away. Right. And I feel like it's sort of like what happened to JDF. He let the whole nostalgia thing get to him for a while there, but then he realized, wait, it's not really about that. Right. He got smart about it, and he realized he was kind of being a little ridiculous, I'm assuming. I know we've talked about JDF on this show a lot of times before, and hopefully we'll have him on the show one day soon in the future, hopefully trying to work on that. But no, it's like, I think the past couple of years have definitely like mellowed him out on that kind of stuff. There's Mm -hmm. less drama and it's more about the fans, which is what Mm -hmm. it should be. Yeah. We're all here because we love Power Rangers. I love Power Rangers. You guys love Power Rangers. JDF loves Power Rangers because it makes them money and the actors do too because it makes them money. And yeah, cashing in on nostalgia, cashing in on people's childhoods, it's fine because 
there is a market for it and people want merchandise they want autographs they want to get their picture taken but just overall as a trend i think for not just power rangers but for anything convention related it's becoming really pricey Mm -hmm. and as a fan and as someone who's you know on the verge of starting a family and this and that it's like those types of priorities drop off at some point yeah as fans how many years after the 25th anniversary is the nostalgia going to keep going for power rangers i mean that's a question we're all going to have to ask ourselves as a fandom Mm -hmm. so for you the listeners of ranger command power hour gamefly is offering a premium free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service to get your free trial today, go to GameFlyOffer.com slash RangerCommandPH. Again, that's GameFlyOffer.com slash RangerCommandPH for your free 30-day trial. Zach and I were talking a little bit about Injustice 2, so I may have yeah. to use Gamefly to check that game out. It's really awesome. The story is really cool. And it actually made me fall in love with Harley Quinn, which I didn't think was going to happen. <laughs> also just getting like really good feedback from dc comics writers Mm -hmm. so that just makes it even better i feel like and to tie it into power rangers the writer of the injustice comic he is the writer of injustice comics as well as the writer of the dc justice league crossover comics which are shelved until further notice which kind of (laughs) sucks his name is tom taylor Okay, well, I may have to check it out, and I'll use Gamefly to do that. Finally, on our Ranger Nation Answers question, we asked, what's your favorite convention collectible from actors? And we actually ran a Twitter poll in addition to the regular comments. Our Twitter poll had 70 voters. Where's My Autograph Book got 40%, so autographs were 40%. A Picture, 44%. Shirts, clothing were 6%, and other was 10%. And we had people leave comments if they had other, but people commented anyway. Before I get to that, AP, have you Mm -hmm. been to a convention? No, I have not. Not at all. Not a single one. Okay, but if you did go to a convention, what would you most likely get at a convention? I'd probably just get autographs. Yeah. I do that anyway. I feel like it's easier to store. Mm -hmm. I have gone to things where I've met actors Mm -hmm. and I've gotten pictures with them. But then I feel like I don't really do anything with the pictures. I know that I've been there. I know that I met them. Mm -hmm. But what the hell do I do with the picture? (laughs) You know? No, I I know what you mean. I'm not going to hang it up for other people to see and I'm not going to look at it all the time. Like, I'm not... (laughs) I'm not bad-mouthing people who like to take pictures. Sure, like, sure. No, like, not in the least bit. This is just... Your preference. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Zach, what's your favorite convention collectible? I really don't go into collectibles all that much. If I do, I do enjoy getting a picture with someone more. But, I mean, really, the thing that I love the most is just the experience. I don't really need a physical reminder that I've met someone. Sure. I'm content to be like... I met that person once. They were really cool, and we shook hands and talked. And prime example, uh, when we went to LexCon last year, and yep. I met Greg Grunberg, and I got to shake his hand and say, hey, man, I've been a fan of yours since Heroes. Love all your work. Thanks, man. Thanks. I said, from that to Star Wars, how crazy is that? And we, we talked for a quick minute about how excited he was for that. And it just those experiences, to me, are worth more than buying a $20 picture or a $40 autograph or whatever. Yeah, of course I love the experience too, but I'm definitely an autograph collector. I don't know what it is about autographs, but I think having a cool picture plus their autograph really just kind of seals the deal and it's like a really nice memento. Mm -hmm. But I also definitely enjoy pictures because it's like, hey, cool, this is me with that person. Look at this. Woo! You know, (laughs) it's something cool to post on social media or have a folder of all your convention experiences and just reminisce. I really like to do that. I had the Power Rangers movie, their press kit, and it had pictures of all of them in black and white and I got all of the cast to sign their pictures and it took a couple years but I eventually saw them all at conventions and got them to sign that stuff. Or in the case of Amy Jo Johnson, I went in on one of her Indiegogo things with a group of people <laughs> and sent my picture with another person's signature on it up to Canada and prayed to God that I got it back. And I did. So 
Yeah. So anyways, on Twitter, Tyler Bozetsky at TyRedBoz said, Pictures are more sentimental to me than autographs. Proof that you were there. My favorite, me with Melody as Astronoma at PMC 2016. Steffi at Sapphire Steffi 5 said, I love photos too, but sadly I haven't been able to meet a lot yet. So having a personalized message via autograph is really neat too. Chris at Toku Chris said, I have a picture of Brad Hawkins holding a gold ranger key in the Gokaiger Morph pose. That's my personal holy grail. Of course it is. <laughs> Vince Ariola at Bryce Packard said, All of my photos, lol. I look frozen, confused, or just like I need a taco. <laughs> at Deadpool underscore Ranger said, My signed V-Lancer by Sean Johnson and Keith Robinson. And the pictures I got with all six Lightspeed Rescue Rangers. And that is a really cool thing. It is. <laughs> Yeah. It really is. At DigiRanger1994 said, have yet to go to a convention. However, I won an autograph from Nakia, Font, and Jessica Ray back when they tried to do No Nerds Here. <laughs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> Until I just read that. Okay. Uh, Sean at Snarky Sean said, either my Dino Charge sign poster or the sweaty hug from Johnny Young Bosch from last year's PMC. <laughs> Solomon D at Sallyman underscore D said definitely autographs I especially love having multiple actors sign a blank poster it looks great framed oh yeah I have a SPD poster not the Drew Struzan one because I got that later but I have this it was like a Jedex when Power Rangers was still on Jedex it's a Jedex poster for Power Rangers SPD. And I got that, I think, at Yomacon. I had it because they were passing them out or something. And I had all the SPD Rangers that were there sign it. And then at PMC 2014, I had Brandon J. McLaren sign it. And I still have yet to meet Matt Austin at a convention. He's the only one I need to sign that poster. And I'll be done and I can frame it and I'll be done. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah edward sanchez at edward is the man says my autographed picture of jason david frank i got from fan expo dallas this year more phenomenal on all levels hashtag ranger nation at janelle bowen 12 said an 8 by 10 autograph that is signed by austin from denver comic-con two years ago bat ranger at wonder bat x5 said other I've never been to a con with a ranger, but I did get the PMC non-visit pack. So my favorite is the pics of them signed for now. Brave ZO93 at ZeoRed93 said, need I say more? And there's a great picture of <laughs> Alex Hartman from Samurai riding on his back. Well, I believe that's Kimberly Crossman looking yes. confused next to them. Yes. That's, that's a great photo. Yeah, I, I remember, I yeah, it's, and he's got it as his social media avatar, and it's it's perfect. Yeah. It's just great. <laughs> At Sentai 5 said, pictures with the actors for sure, and having convos with them about things unrelated to PR. Johnny Umbosh and I had such a good anime discussion. Condre at Condrea said, Photos and autographs are great, but for me it was the times I had dinner with the Zoo Rangers. Not a collectible, but still great memories. That's a really great memory. That's yeah, really that's cool. A, that's a cool photo, too. Yeah. Jacob Harmon at Jake Harms says, Photos! Like when Polly stole my phone and took a selfie. So much fun. He and Narvi are the best most kind dudes out there that they are for sure on instagram flood underscore movement said picture <laughs> that's it just picture succinct. very succinct <laughs> geek dot works said i like to get something unique signed i made a wooden power ranger plaque to get signed when i met david yost and walter jones with space for all the mmpr rangers to eventually sign i got sean shemmel to sign a replica dragon ball stuff like that that's pretty yeah, cool. that's cool when you have something unique that they can sign over on facebook ken glenn says i have a few of all these so it's hard to pick a favorite i have a legacy morpher signed by the original cast that i adore because i never thought i would meet them all i love having some of my original 93 merch signed but i have a collage on my phone of all the photos i have taken with ranger actors i have met at conventions over the the years that still blows the kid in me away when i look at it that's so cool robbie eleanor said a picture i've gotten two so far one with vernon wells he even wrote rancic wahaha on the autograph he <laughs> gave me with the pick as well as jdf 
in full-on Green Ranger gear. Charlie Niemeyer said a photo with the actor, way more personal and sometimes cheaper than an autograph. It still kills me that for what I paid to have Cat Zia One Pink sign my Zio DVD cover, I could have had a pick with her and a pick with Vulcan Skull. Didn't realize this until after the fact, though. That's why budgeting at conventions is so important. <laughs> Indeed. And finally, Mike Lundstedt said, I'd get a personal photo myself. If I had to go non-personalized, I'd say comic book. Well, that about does it for this episode of Ranger Command. Pretty much in line with convention season, we're right in the thick of convention season. Mm -hmm. So spend your money how you want. Speak with your wallet. If you don't like some of the things that are going on, then don't participate or vote with your wallet. Mm -hmm. So Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph on Instagram and Facebook at Ranger Command Power Hour, all one word. And if you want to hit us up with a question on Ask.fm, you can go to ask.fm slash Ranger Command PH. And also check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash Ranger Command PH. Just look for Ranger Command PH and we'll be there. So until next time, we're going to say goodbye and see you guys later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Just, just look for Ranger Command PH and we will be there. <laughs> you made it sound like shine the bat signal and we're going to come running. That would be super awesome, though. We need the yeah. Ranger Command signal. Yes. Shine a little silhouette of that communicator head. Yeah. And yep. we all just come running. <laughs> You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph and like us on facebook.com slash rangercommandpowerhour. This is Trucky B47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour, and you are listening to the Four Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks. Hey everybody, Eric here to tell you about a special promotion my charity, Comicare, is running. We are up for a challenge and we need your support. At Comicare, we spend all year traveling to hospitals and collecting smiles from children and their families and leave comic books behind to keep the smiles going. Well, now we want to see your smiles and we want to post them on our pages too. This July 20th through 23rd, we will bring Arizona Tony Stark to the San Diego International Comic Con and take on one of our biggest challenges yet. We will have four days to collect as many pictures as we can of smiling supporters with Tony. How many can we collect? A hundred? Three hundred? Five hundred? We'll run for the 1,000 mark, but you never know. Will you pledge a couple of pennies for each photo we collect? Just think, if you pledge just two cents per picture and we collect a hundred photos, your donation will be two dollars. If we collect a thousand, twenty dollars. Either way, a small price to pay to be part of our continuing mission. We appreciate all your support in the past and we know you will enjoy being a part of this adventure. So please visit comicare.org slash 1000smiles. That's C-O-M-I-C-A-R-E dot org slash 1000smiles. Visit our page, click that pledge button, and throw us a couple of cents per smile. You're free to put a cap on your donation so it doesn't get out of hand just in case Tony gets crazy and gets 10,000 smiles. You don't have to worry about getting nuts. Just visit our page at comicare.org slash 1000smiles and make your pledge today.